Yeah, that's good. Y'all are doing real good here. That's impressed. It's good to have you all here. I think this is the first time I was actively taking a part in a service, so yeah, that's good. Enjoy it. Oh, I don't know exactly back here. Welcome for the rest of you. I'm really going to talk to the children. So, some of you still want to come up. You feel like a child, you're welcome. Some of you I know pretty good. I think you can fit right in. <laughs> uh, that was a minute of an insult. That's a compliment. Supposed to be to have part of a child, anyhow. All right, I want to talk about does God know everything? You sure? Does he forget anything? Uh, be thinking through that before you shake your head. And I want to tell you something, and I'll see if you all remember. What about your mom and dad? Did they know everything? No, boy, don't let them know. <laughs> Does your brother and sister know everything? Do you think they think they do sometimes? Yeah, uh, that's coming out. Well, a lot of people know a lot of things. That's really why we go to school, right? To learn. Yeah, we do. But it really starts at home. And I wonder over now, I wonder how much a person, an average person, learns in a lifetime. I tried to do a little research and couldn't find it. So I don't know any more than I did before I started. I don't know how much we learn. I know some people, God gives them, I don't know, a bigger brain or they can pick up things faster. I mean, it's, it shows them the report card. You get a report card in school. Yeah, well, there it says whether you get A's or B's or C's or whether you go to B and E now. Right? In my day, just B and then, you know, sorry, after you didn't want to get it. You know, just pretty much proved how intelligent or lack of intelligence you were. But that's not always the proof of the pudding. I know, I think it was Abraham Lincoln who had two years of formal training in school, and he was the president of the United States. Amazing. So I don't know how smart he was. But it starts at home. When we start learning, do you remember the first thing you learned? I don't either. But they say we start learning at home. In fact, soon after you're born, a baby will start crying because it's hungry. It learns that if it cries, it'll get something. And that's one of the first things they learn. And after that, it's just for the little kid the same goes. We learn a lot. Do you still cry when you're hungry? Well, that's probably a good thing. Imagine the commotion in your household where everybody cried every time they got hungry. Even the adults would sound funny, don't you think? Well, we still learn that doesn't pay off either. And I don't think it's really God on it. Well, we learn, we go to school, we learn how to read and write and draw and how to do math. We learn how to play and get along with others, right? Should. That's important. Because when we get older and start relating to adults, we need to learn how to get along. Isn't that right? I'm talking to you back there. <laughs> and it's critical. We have to learn to get along. And so many people don't learn that early in life, and it causes problems later on in life. Well, we don't know everything. For eight or twelve years, we learned lots and lots of things, and then we graduated. We, we may learn some more in a trade school. You learn how to do special things like carpentry or mechanical work or be farmers or whatever your parents do. We learn and we keep learning. We, when do we stop learning? Do we stop when we're a grandpa? 
I'm a grandpa now, so couldn't I stop, kind of coast the rest of the way in? No, you don't want me to stop learning. Learn why? Not productive. We also go to church to learn about God. We learn how God sent His Son Jesus. Today is Easter. God sent His Son into the world to save people. And that, that would be us. He came to the world to save us. So after we do all that, how old will we be, would we have to be when we finally knew everything? I'm not color. Ninety? Well, I can't wait till I get there then. We would be pretty smart if we could answer. No, we never would learn everything. There is to learn. We never will know. I want to show you something in here and see how well. You all know, this is sodium chloride. See that white stuff? You know what sodium chloride is? Is it safe to eat? You don't think it is? Anybody in adults eat sodium chloride? Well, there's a few red paper factors. Right now, just take your factor and dump it into the mouth of one of them. I bet he would learn something real quick, wouldn't he? And we might have to stand around and resuscitate him, too. Sodium chloride, the same as salt, is all it is. Just a fancy name for salt. You put it on your food and eat it and think it's good. In fact, it's not there. You think something's wrong. And then, I have something that's been laying on my desk since 2011, October the 12th. So October the 14th of 2011. This is a little piece of paper. But you know what's on it? It's a little metal splinter that I put under a piece of tape that come out of my left thumb. Right there. You see it? See how tiny it is? It's really, really tiny. It's hard to see it. See that little splinter? In my thumb. You see it? Tiny little splinter. You think it hurt? Then you learned something this evening. I had a metal splinter in my left thumb back in 2011. I have something else here that was made for The phone man came through one day and he had fiber optic cable. And that's the little, one of the lines that was in that cable. It was, I don't know, half three quarter inch in diameter. Just a tiny little line. Now I said, could I have a piece of that? And he cut a piece off that little short piece. And I said, can you strip the end off so I can see that little fiber optic? I put a piece of black, black tape behind it so you can see the optic. See that little piece? Of, it's about the size of that splinter I just showed. See how tiny it is at the end of that thing? Real tiny. And then you know what he told me? He said you can put 100,000 asking twice. Just make sure I heard it right. So if you can put 100,000 phone conversations across that one little fiber optic simultaneously, which means at the same time, 100,000 people can be talking on that line, carrying on a conversation. I said, does it make a difference if it's men or women? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he saw a little humor in that as well. Hundreds out conversations. Now you learn something else. So I want to see if you can learn something else. Would you believe if I told you I had the whole world in my hands? You wouldn't believe it. Would you like to learn something else in here? I only have one believer over here. He has strong faith. I do have the world in my hands. But it's not very heavy, and it bounces. So maybe that's on the cap. They learn something else. So, now, 65 years from now, or when you turn 65, let me say it that way. When you turn 65, do you think you will remember anything that I told you about the salt and the splint and the fiber optic in the world? Do you think you'll remember it? And then what am I doing up here? <laughs> well, any of you all remember it? Some of you are already there. <laughs> well, now you know more than you did before you came here. There's something else that can happen when we learn something. We can forget what we have learned. I used to ask the late Paul Good. He went to our church out to Pete. And I said, I'd go visit him after he turned 90. And I said, Paul, what new things have you learned at 95? And he'd say, oh, lands, my lands, I've forgotten more than I've ever learned. He meant it as a joke, I know, but it always tickled me. You know what would happen if, if we would forget more than we ever learned? We couldn't talk. We couldn't hear. We'd be pretty. You'd be like a board somewhere, I guess. I don't know. It's just that quote always that quote always amazed me. You know, I don't see it. But I asked you earlier on if God remembers and knows everything. And you all said yes. Remember that? You know there's some things that he can forget. He does. Isaiah 43, 25 says. I'll just turn to it quick. Oh, I have it here. Um, it's God speaking it says I even I am he that blotted out thy transgressions or sins sin of sins for my own sake I will not remember thy sin so while God knows everything and anything he can blot out his memory can you blot out from your memory can you quit remembering something Anybody want to volunteer and answer that question? Can you stop remembering something? Just chop it off and say, I ain't going to remember that anymore. Can you do it? No, you can't. It's impossible. But I will say, once you turn 65, some will automatically go out of your head. Without even trying. See, what was your first name again? <laughs> there you go. What happened this evening after we got here? Psalms 103, 12, and 17, uh, two verses there said, as, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he, God, removed our transgressions from us. That's our sin. But the mercy, verse 17 says, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto the children's children. I like that verse. That's what God can do. And it's made to me that God knows everything but confess sin. He remembers everything but confess sin. Uh, let's see. 
Oh yeah, we forget that some already said that. But uh, can you remember her name? And you get older and say, now let's see, where did I put my glasses? Or my teeth? Or my hairpiece? And then other comments like, honey, do you remember what I did for coconut cream pie? Uh, and then sometimes the answer comes back, uh, I'm not sure, I think I ate it. <laughs> that's a good thing, because that's one of my favorites. But God is not like that. I'd like to read uh, some verses in Psalms. Psalm 139, verses 1 to 14. Listen carefully. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. He knows exactly what you're thinking right now. Not just you, but all seven billion of us on this planet. Do you know that? Do you believe that? We have a hard time keeping our own thoughts straight and in right track and in our right mind. But imagine taking track or keeping track of seven billion people. That's well, it's plus now. It's over seven billion people. Not just this crowd. Not just Harrisonburg. Not Rockingham County. Not Virginia. Not the United States, but the whole world, he keeps track of everybody. That's phenomenal. And we have the privilege of serving such an almighty God. Thou compassest my paths and my lying down. Thou art acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. He knows everything we say. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Psalmist said, I can't even go there. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? And why would you want to? Or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, if I could fly, go to an island and hide and hibernate, and some have done that. Some go into the woods way north and just get away from everybody and hide. It says, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Even the night shall be light about me, because he's there. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. There's no night to God. You can think, and people do this, he says, there's a lot of wickedness goes on at dark, at nighttime. And people think, Nobody can see him. And maybe people can't, but God can, and he does. Yea, the darkness, I uh, read that. For thou dost, hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. The psalmist know it, and we should know it too. John, 1 John 3.20 says, For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. So it's in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Job and Paul said about the same thing. Job said, Can anyone teach God knowledge? And Paul said in Romans 11, For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who, or who became his counselor? You know, how could you teach someone if they know everything? You think about that? It'd be like you teaching your teacher. Could you teach your teacher something? You could? Well, your teacher might need some help then. But suppose you taught your parents, sat down and told your parents how things were going to be. Would you like that? You'd make all the rules and tell your parents when they can go to bed and when they can get up and 
You tell them what to do, they do all the chores, and all you have to do is just kind of like me, you just sleep and eat. You think that would be good? Is that all they do? No, I don't think so. But imagine teaching God something. You cannot. He doesn't need to go to school. It's just not necessary for him to go to school, college, university, nothing. He doesn't have to go any place like it because he knows it all. What if you went to God and said, uh, did you notice the pretty sunset? And he'd say, yeah, well, I made it. You're not teaching me anything new. Since he knows all about us, even our thoughts and our attitudes, we can trust him completely with our lives. Now, I want to ask you a question. What's this called? Well, what's the scientific name for it? See, that's for God. Okay. Anybody back there now? Sodium chloride. Sodium chloride. I think somebody remembers going to school. Told you about the world. Okay. How many people can talk on this phone line in one, at one time simultaneously? How many people? Ten billion. Ten billion? No. Seven. No? Good answer, though. Thanks for trying. You're brave. Anybody remember how many people can talk simultaneously, men and women, at the same time on this phone line? We might know the answer. Let's go to the fourth bench. Y'all remember? 100,000. 100,000. How many of you remember that? Well, good. Isn't it amazing? We six to us. Okay, this splinter that I dug out of my thumb. Which thumb was it in? Right Does anybody back there know? <laughs> Good try, it was the last one. But you're brave. I want to commend you for answering because some people get the wrong answer and it seems like they just clam up and never say anything again, again, ever again. Anyhow, you've been good students to see. I hope I don't have my watch on there. I have a clue, but left clock right, my order power right. All right, let's have.